Hey guys, you ready for my uh, fun week 14 intro? You ready for some some jokes, some laughs? That sucks sure. because it's playoff times, okay? We don't have time to fuck around. We don't have time for your bullshit. It's now yeah. or one week. Oh, you're dead. One week. Make the moves. Make the plays. Put in the players. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Welcome in the guys being dudes fantasy football. This is your host Noah Obsfeld, and as always with me is Kieran. I'm, I'm gonna get the directions one point. Kieran Day, Michael Smith, Jared Williams. It's week 14, baby. You know what that means? It's playoff time. This is what we this is what we do it for. Let's go. Day, okay. Yeah, kind of coast through the year. This fantasy football thing is fun. Oh, looks like I got my playoff spot locked. Let me grab a defense or two. Okay. Rewire the framework, boys and girls, because. If you don't perform here, that's it. You're cut. Career's over. Go home to mom and dad. Sorry, you didn't put in the you didn't put in the work. Okay. Mm. I'm obviously hyped for this week. Miss, <laughs> missing my first playoff in uh, in three years. Oof. So Oof. Um, only one. It, it happens. Yeah, it happens. But you know, but what what do we do is we we push through. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Well, we just finished watching Thursday Night Football. Mm. Decent night for some – I mean, we told you all to pick up Rams D a few weeks ago. I think we I had like y'all a did. three or four-week stretch where that was – At least. <laughs> I mean, at this point, you just start them against whoever. It doesn't right. even matter. Hope you picked them up. Obviously got you that tud. A lot of sacks. Mm. I know all of us here have Rams D in at least one league. I don't know about you, Kieran, actually. I got him. Yes. I listen. I listen to the advice. We all do. Yeah, we, we all you got him. Quick, quick idea: change the name of the podcast. Rams defense special teams fantasy football. That's been my fantasy it, team it'd, name. It'd be better. It'd be yeah. Better. It's been Jared's name, and it's worked for him ever since. See, okay, I, I talked about that it. name two years ago, and I had them the whole year. That year where they just kept scoring touchdowns. Yeah. And then I. Rebrought it back after week yeah, one. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pay homage to the guys who were there for you in the past. But guys, thanks for tuning in to fantasy guys me dudes fantasy football. You can follow us on Twitter at dudes football. We are on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and Twitter. But let's get into some fantasy news. Starting off with the biggest storyline of the week: Jalen Hurts moving mm-hmm. to quarterback. The Carson Wentz era is over, probably. Interesting one yeah. here. Um, Kieran says no. I think it's over in Philly, but I mean, for this year, one of the yeah, one of the, for this year for sure. But one of the more interesting QB storylines we've had in the past decade. Before we move into fantasy implications, Kieran, w- w- why the long face here w- w- with with my statement? I just don't think there's any way they can financially move on from Carson Wentz. They're gonna stick with him. He's been. It's it's just one of those things where it doesn't make sense for them to do it. You know, they pay they haven't paid over thirty million for the next two or three years, and the dead cap hits are just insane. No one's going to trade for him. You know, it's one of those. You know, the, the weapons haven't been there. The offensive line's been really shaky. Jalen Hurts is going to get eaten alive against the Saints. It's just like I don't think it's a permanent move. Um, if it is, you know, then he's then he's shown something. But I don't know. But we'll see. I, I just don't believe it's the end. What is there. with this? Mm-hmm. Let, let's throw in this rookie quarterback against the toughest <laughs> matchup of the year culture yeah. we have going. Makes we no have sense. Tua 
go out there against Aaron Donald in your first match of your life, and then now Jalen against the Saints, who have just been crushing, you know, I mean, if Hinton couldn't do it, I don't know how. Do you think it's a? Do you think it's like a? It's like a coach trying to prove his coaching ability type of thing. They throw him out. He gets eaten alive, probably. and then he's like, "Well, it's my it's my first week of practice with the kid," and then yeah. comes out against the the you know the Jets That's next week and tears it up. Looks like an absolute mm-hmm. QB developer. Give it, it's a <laughs> nice little confidence boost to Carson Wentz and. You know, yeah, they're, they're throwing Jalen out there just to show that it's not the coaching and it's the yeah, rest of the team. Yeah, it could be. Not very good. <laughs> I don't know. It's. I, mean, I feel like they're just doing it to see what they have for the rest of the year before yeah. so they full decision for next year. But I do think next going into next year, Wentz will be the starter. But they, I mean, I know it's crazy, win. but they still have to be consider themselves in the playoff hunt. Like that yeah. season is far from over for them. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. just how they operate as an NFL franchise. I think it's just one of those things where it's, they think it's the best chance to win. You know, yeah, let's get into this week. Fantasy implications, though. I mean, against the Saints, you're not really not starting anyone. The only guy that you, guys you're considering is are Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard. But honestly, like I've seen some mm-hmm. crazy pivots on Miles Sanders. That's kind of a fun <laughs> fantasy Twitter trend this week. Is who I mean, top ones for me have been Tim Patrick, Alan Lazard was one fun one. I mean, but can you blame them? I mean, what? No. We, when you ask the question, like, what is this team going to do against this other team? I mean, we kind of saw what happens to the Broncos. I don't think it's going to be that bad. But, like, the, I mean, I, hopefully we see flashes from Jalen. But other, but Goddard, maybe. Obviously, the tight end landscape, that might be an outlet. We know young QBs love the tight end. So that's really the only guy I'm like, yeah. Miles Sanders mm-hmm. is more of a, eh. Right? Mm-hmm. Any, so if you have to. We'll see how this week looks. But – I mean, it's still Jalen Rager. I mean, Travis Fulgham, they could make a return for the fantasy playoffs. Keep an eye on them. You're not doing anything until we see what, we see what happens this week. Mm-hmm. But if Jalen Hurts do, honestly doesn't look terrible, I mean, he could get 60 yards to one of these guys, 70 yards. And then that's a great, I mean, great streaming option. Uh, yeah, I think, I think just quickly, like it's one of those playoff things where, you know, you have to really read your matchup with these sorts of things. Like I'm in a league against Noah where I've been playing – Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard, you know, weekly, you know, and they've been, they've been producing for me, but it's one of those things where he played Rams D they got 20 points for him. It's a league where bonus driven. You know, I got to shoot for ceiling. I, I analyzed my matchup. I understood what I need. And those guys aren't necessarily guys where I'm like, Oh, Dallas Goddard's going to get me 120 yards and a touchdown. You know, yeah. I'm going to pivot because I know what I need in this specific matchup. And that's something you have to consider when you're in the fantasy playoffs, because it's one game and go home. You don't play the guy you think you should play. You play, you play to win your matchup. This yeah. Week. We went over this last week. It's no wrong. You're really no longer looking at a player. You're looking at the value they're going to produce in, 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 in these finite sequences. So that's a great point Kieran. but I think that's kind of, you know, the way they cover, cover the Eagles, they do have a decent schedule. It's not, you know, after the saints, it gets easier, but I mean, anyone you play is easier than the saints. So keep an eye on that. DJ Moore taking a little scamper over from the injury, over from having an injury and being out. He's like, you know what? I think my next game, it's going to be COVID. Let's hop over to the COVID list. Why not? So he'll be out. Uh, Panthers playing the Broncos this week. That's a nice matchup. We also have Christian McCaffrey, who was thought to be coming back this week, also out. So this is a big step up for these guys. Most of them are going to be rostered, Curtis Stanley, Robbie Anderson, Mike Davis. But all three of those, I mean, are pretty much plays for me. Are are you if you had to fade a receiver there? I mean, who are you going with? 
Oh, if you're favoring one, you definitely got to go Robbie Anderson. He, he's the clear-cut mm-hmm. number one there now. I mean, Curtis Daniel obviously has his spurts, tends to go in the backfield, come out of the backfield, line up all Classic over the Classic Samuel spurt, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, Robbie Anderson has that floor that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. AJ Boye just got suspended, too. I, I think both of those receivers are plays. Did you see that report? It was like multiple NFL players have been deceived by this one. There will be legal yeah. charges involved with AJ Boye. I mean, dude, what are these? What are these guys going and seeing and like putting in their bodies? Like, they're getting like these like specific protein blends or something. I I mean I get it when your body is your entire livelihood your and temple. career. I mean, you hear about LeBron and Brady spending a million plus per year on their body. I mean, Brady. I know Brady has full time staff for his body. Um, yeah. I mean, what's the uh, mm-hmm. Cardi B song, Body? I mean, ha- a body, yaddy, 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 right? So, I mean, that's kind of how Tom Brady lives his life. And um, I don't really know where I'm going with that one. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> bro, uh, Panthers, good starts this week. Antonio Gibson, right after mm-hmm. breakout Thanksgiving Day performance. Brutal. Brutal toe injury, turf toe. We've had an interesting – amount of conflict and reports about this one right off the bat it seemed a lot you know pretty bad and there was rumors that he might even play this week I mean you're he's not gonna I mean he shouldn't play this week yeah. I don't even know if they do you know put him out there you're you're definitely not playing him if you, if you have a choice but McKissick should be great I mean they're playing the Niners that's a tougher defense but one defense I actually it really like last week though I really like that de- uh, Niners D as a play because of this I think that it really limits the options uh, for the offense, and they're kind of going to be one more one-dimensional than they usually can be, and I think that should be an easy uh, kind of game for the for the Niners to kind of just hold them and, and get ahead. But McKissick, mm-hmm. obviously, great play. Mm-hmm. Not much, not much uh, m- more analysis in P- for PPR that. leagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about any of these uh, non-Terry McLaurin pass catchers? I mean, Logan Thomas had a yeah. breakout week. Yeah. Cam Sims had a breakout week. And against uh, the Richard Sherman Niners D, you know, we saw McLaurin against the Steelers last week just get shut down. And it could be a similar situation. So, I mean, like, like we keep saying, this is now or never. You might need to pivot to one of these guys. Definitely. Logan Thomas, Cam Sims, I mean, obviously the tight end landscape. Logan Thomas should be I'm, in the yeah. conversation. I'm in, on, yeah. I'm in on Logan Thomas. I picked what him about up in a couple of leagues. I'm playing him in both. What about Sims? They should be behind all game. They're going to be passing the ball. Any, yeah, he, he won that game ball last week. <laughs> Not enough to risk my playoff on. Not enough no. to risk my playoff on. Yeah, you're, There's okay. plenty of wide receiver help in the, in, in the NFL. Yeah, and if you look at his game log, yeah, if you look at his game log, he had a big game, I think, three weeks ago, and then he had no catches the next week. So it's just one of those – he's one of those guys, big DFS guy. streamer. Yeah, it's not – it's just you're not going to bank your playoff hopes on it. Yeah, right, well, I might, I might be banking my DFS hopes on, on it. <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> we got Zeke with a little bit of a calf injury. Honestly, not too, yeah. too worried about it because previous – I mean, you obviously got to be more worried about him just being bad. Hopefully, they play the controls. <laughs> maybe they can get his – his, this should be a week where he can up. score, but it's it's pathetic. If you watch that game, they get down to the one yard line. They give him the He's ball just not. times, and the O line whiffs. Like Zeke is not his <laughs> self, but the O line is also horrible. He stopped caring a little. Yeah, bit. I remember he watching that flashes, sequence but... and thinking, "This is the this is what a million times before as a Z goner I wish had happened, 
when there was a decent <laughs> team there. And now they're like finally figuring it out. We should run our guy, you know, every time on the goal line before they're like trying to get Dak to do, you know, overthink mm-hmm. stuff. And then obviously now they're like, uh, whatever. I mean, throw it up to, to uh, I want to see another one of those CD Lamb body reposition Ooh. touchdowns that we called <laughs> against the Vikings. That was the mm-hmm. most beautiful. Talk about body, Adi, Adi. I mean, that guy can <laughs> body. And, and that's back. probably not the last you'll hear of that terrible joke. James Conner plans to come back from his two-week absence uh, versus Buffalo. Interesting one here. This is my game of the week, and I, and I don't think I'm, you know, that's that original of a thought. But Buffalo versus Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. we can get into that matchup later. But James Conner specifically coming back, he's had these weird – he's given the volume, which obviously is, is, you know, volume is king. But coming back off the injury against a team they're, they're probably going to be, you know, battling with, what do you guys think here? I think just watching Pittsburgh play recently, you, you know, this year you've looked at James Conner, you've been like, ah, he's not been that good or that efficient. But then – as you watch the people they've been throwing out there the last couple of weeks, you're like, man, how much do you think Tomlin would pay to just have James Conner back out there? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, they look so bad. There's no way that they're not going to be like, okay, we got our guys back. Our horses are back. We lost to the football team. We're going to come out firing. <laughs> I think he's a good, yeah, I think he's a good play this week. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I mean, we, we keep hearing about how many drops the Steelers are having and oh. they got to slow things down because, you know, this three, you know, headed passing game is just not working anymore. It was so intimidating at one point, and now it's just like none of these guys can catch. So I think they're going to want to slow it down against Buffalo and keep uh, uh, Josh Allen. Reserved. I disagree. Yeah, that, that, that's the, the best players on their team. They're throwing to Claypool, Juju, and Deontay. Yeah, Deontay had a few. Oh drops. yeah, I mean, he also had eight catches James for Washington. seventy-one yards and a touchdown. James Washington rips off a long one. I think their path to success in a tough game is throwing. I think a big part of it also is the weather is very cold there. Hasn't been the best conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously this game is still outdoors. It's probably going to be cold. Who knows? Just something to keep an eye on. I mean, Deontay Johnson, before this past week, past two weeks, he had like one drop all year, and now he has like six or seven. And what Eric, about- he, he's dropped like six balls the past two weeks. What about Josh Allen in this game? I mean, he's been fantastic. <laughs> played, a, played a decent defense, you know. Last week, I mean, against Pittsburgh, though, I mean, you, you got to do a comparison. So, would you rather have, let's say, him against Pittsburgh or Brady versus uh, Minnesota? I think that was connections going out. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, is anyone gonna, picking that up? Oh, too? I'm sorry. Okay, let me try that again. Um, Brady versus Minnesota. Can you hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brady yeah. versus Minnesota or Josh Allen versus Pittsburgh? Josh Allen. Definitely. Mm, Josh Allen. Josh, Josh Allen has that yeah. so it's That offense is too good to not get near the goal line at least a few times. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. the Steelers have a great defense, but Josh Allen is really. I mean, we really saw last week. It's it's a, it's possible to throw on them. So right. yeah, the Steelers secondary did struggle a little bit last week. So I, I you'd hesitate, but there's not very many options on the wire that you. Yeah, can you start. probably don't have. But even right. when you watched last week, it was like they were the do- defense was dominating most of the game. It was just that second mm-hmm. half was leak yeah. outs, just ten yard leak outs every single time. It wasn't like they were having huge breakdowns other than a couple of plays. And to be still fair. Still- the Steelers' defense 
has not played any good throwing quarterbacks really this year, except for Deshaun Watson. He put up three touchdowns. Ryan Fitz or Ryan Tannehill put up 24 points. Every other QB they face this year is not a good thrower. So and they're also decimated with mind. injury. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All good points. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Denzel Mims going to be out this week against the Seahawks. Some family issues. So Jameson Crowder, Rashad Perryman. Rashad Perryman is kind of, I think, that that upside stream of the week that you could actually pull off of waivers mm-hmm. and, and, and throw in and, and get 20, you know, potentially 20 from. Um, that, I, th- I mean, he's a DFS smash for me. He is questionable, so keep an eye on that. But we saw Jameson Crowder with two touchdowns last week. He's going to be owned. You know, he's going to be more expensive in DFS. Rashad Perryman, I mean, he was the league winner last year when he was on the Bucks yeah. in the playoffs, won me some money. Why not again, right? And uh, so, I mean, that's an easy one for me. But moving on, Mech- Joe Mixon, Joe Mexon, apparently. <laughs> Eligible to come back week 15? Why do they do this? They're not doing anything. I don't know if they're going. They're not to. doing anything. He's not playing. You're not starting. <laughs> I, this is the AJ Green. It's it's like AJ Green from last year. It's the classic. It's the classic AJ Green uh, tease. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, interesting, but uh, try to avoid the situation. Exactly. Don't don't get your hopes up. And then Kenny Galladay, another baffling injury situation. Have no idea how he wasn't on IR. He's not week, playing you know. this year. He's not playing it. I don't I mean. I, yeah, he's probably not playing this year either. Uh, okay. That's through our fantasy news. Let's get a quick Thursday night football review in Akers, Cam Akers. It looks like we know the Rams offense is going to run through. Finally. Even up by uh, a lot of points. I mean, it was like three touches to the rest of the backfield. And, I mean, Akers season, baby. 21 or 23 for like 107. 29 for 171. 29. 29 yeah. carries. I mean, it was definitely the script. About damn time. About damn time. But here's why it's even more refreshing. They have no – yeah, Cam Akers is their guy, but they have no reason not to throw Brown and Henderson in there just to, you know, even out the carries, get everyone equal work. We don't need to waste our guys. They want to get Cam Akers out there, go, and they want to see what he can do. I mean, they just let him light it up. I think this yeah. is kind of like, sorry, Cam, that we haven't – been using you more all year here's the entire game he was two receptions in the passing game there wasn't a lot of passes in general but i mean yeah smash play for the rest of the playoffs they have an excellent, they have an excellent schedule as well mm-hmm. um yeah and they love to run the ball don't get it twisted they're a team that when they go up they don't like passing all that much uh-huh. they're going to be running the ball they want to get him ready get him amped up for playoff time so, yeah, as you're saying, great play. He's not on waivers think, anymore probably, but, you know. Yeah, and I think, he, I, think, I think you're right that he is a, a smash play, you know, fantasy playoff gem that you find, you know, at the end of these years who rises up the draft boards for next year. But I think something to keep in mind is just, like, we've played this Sean McVay game, like, so many times. You know, it's – keep your expectations at, you know, a, a reasonable level. If you have someone really good and he's been on your bench – don't automatically vault him into your lineup. You know, it's we've seen this before with Daryl Henderson earlier in the year, and then randomly it's a Malcolm Brown game. You know, it's just yeah. they ride the hot hand, and he is the hot hand, so you can play him. But, you know, keep your expectations in order. Yeah, I mean, they play the Jets next week. and, and oh, They're going to run the ball like 75% of the time. Yeah, that's going to be an ugly game. But that's, that's another one. You know, if you're, you're struggling at running back, 
uh, you know, Henderson and Brown are both could, should be fine plays next week. So, I mean, very niche advice here, but maybe go pick one of them up. Oh, I guess you can't anymore. Next week, go pick one of them up. <laughs> and, I mean, versus the Jets, like like Mike said. Oh, yeah, Hen- Henderson run. and Brown could be dropped, you know. 40 care. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're gonna, they'll probably be dropped yeah. this week. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Rams D was, was a really one-sided narrative game. Not a huge amount of yeah. pick of it besides – cam now let's get into a few interesting players this week you know we usually discuss matchups and you know kind of go through everything but Ooh. most of your lineups are, are pretty decided and it's down to that flex spot maybe that wide receiver two three spot you're trying to figure out so yeah let's talk let's, about this first one let's yeah. go back to last week <sighs> wish we could roll the clip we are picking who do you Here, think? We, me and Michael can just reenact Latavius it. Murray. Uh, we're, yeah, we're going to just play Latavius Murray over Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I'll take Latavius over Kamara. And me and exactly Kieran are like, like, why would you ever do that? And the expected happens. Latavius Murray puts up, you know. Hey, in our whatever. defense, it was really fucking stupid thing to say. All I got to say, though, <laughs> I like how is that, hey, two weeks ago, Latavius outscored Kamara by more than Kamara outscored Latavius last week. So I'm, okay, I'm not sure who you're picking. You know. Wow. I'll take Alvin. This, yeah, and <laughs> Latavius is questionable, so probably <laughs> Alvin. And I did not end up going with Latavius, and, and I went with Kamara instead, and it paid off. And Because sometimes, you, you know, you there have you crazy ideas, and you got to just take a breath and uh, just yeah. draft Clyde Edwards-Alaire because everyone told you to, <laughs> uh, which was obviously not the call. <laughs> I'll be uh, able, real quick. Drew Brees probably probably going to come back next week. Hopefully, if you're a Kamara owner, that's a major boost to Kamara. It looks like he's not going to be playing this week, so you can still dug out Taysom. But Kamara, he doesn't have that ceiling still when Taysom's playing. I don't mm-hmm. know why they would bring back Brees early. I mean, maybe the situation is really for the playoffs. Good. Got to get him ready for playoffs. Yeah, but it's his Drew Brees. I mean, and, and they're playing – I mean, they are – okay, they're playing the Chiefs. Excuse me, everybody. Yeah, he's, there's a high possibility he comes back next week. Yeah, um, scratch everything I said. Clyde Edwards or Lair. <laughs> really weird game last week. He was questionable, ended up not getting a snap. And this is a tough one because Clyde, Clyde's that guy that could, you know – you guys can hear me, yeah? Hello? Connection's a little bit spotty. Yeah, that Clyde yeah. Edwards-Hilaire, he had some sort of sickness. He was kind of ill one of the previous weeks, didn't play this past week. You know, if he's practicing up until game day, you got to be safe starting him. You yeah. know, obviously he doesn't have that major ceiling still, but uh, he's I'm still really, in a great situation. I'm great really worried about Clyde. They don't have a good playoff schedule, and they don't need him. They don't lean on the run when they're winning. And I'm getting so – and I think my connection is bad. Why don't you guys go ahead? Yeah, I think he's a fine play this week, honestly. Like, I understand he doesn't have the ceiling anymore, but in a PPR league, he's RB13 on the year with a game with zero. So, you know, he's, he's been steady. Running back's kind of shitty. So, I mean, I don't know what else you can play. I think he's actually a pretty solid play this week against the Dolphins. Because, you know, the Dolphins have a good pass defense, and I could see them limiting the Mahomes a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you can definitely play him. I mean, I just feel horrible for anybody who, you know, saw the active on game day and didn't make the playoffs because of that performance. Ah, I mean, he was sitting on the sideline with his hands brutal. in the hand warmers, just breaking your heart. But, I mean, 
it, it, it's, it's about all about your options and all about the landscape. And I think he's, he's got a, as good of a chance as any to score a touchdown this week. And I think, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to play him in the playoffs if he was your first round pick, most likely, unless you got yeah. lucky and picked up, you know, James Robinson and McKissick or something. But in most cases, he's going to be playing. And I think, I think he'll be solid. Yeah. He should be played this week. I mean, next week against the Saints, I would consider fading him. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, Cole Beasley. Just just doing really good at football. I mean, you think it's – he's one of those guys you think he's uh, he's just kind of a side piece, just kind of a slot guy. But putting up wide receiver one numbers week after week, and then you got Pittsburgh this week who shut down the – wide receiver one McLaurin last week and they got a big digs problem you know and, and he could have a huge week this week I mean mm-hmm. I am considering Cole up there against wide receiver ones for I mean who do you want Cole Beasley against Pittsburgh or McLaurin against San Francisco in PPR I'd take McLaurin I think you're going McLaurin but if you – Kieran talked about situational, you know, plays before. If you just need a floor and you're projected to win by, like, you know, 15, 20, I might throw Cole in instead. Because yeah, you, know, you, you saw the, possi- the lower end of, of, of McLaurin possibility, but I think mm-hmm. the floor for Cole Beasley is, like, 10 PPR points. You know, that's, like, yeah. the worst case. I predicted more for, like, 15. I can see that, but it's hard, it's hard to say that before. I, th- I, I don't believe they're a Monday night football or a – you know, Sunday night games, it's going to be hard to really see your matchup by that point in order to make that type of drastic call. I don't see a world where I'm benching McLaurin in that, in that setting. But, uh-huh. I mean, one thing to note is, have you seen Cole Beasley's hair recently? I mean, how can you – he's shaved the full sides and has a full-on long hair ponytail tied up. I mean, if there's any – if there's is anything that's going to be a deci- – I don't know what it is, but it's great. And if there's anything that's going to be a deciding <laughs> factor, you know, if you're really on the edge – Ride the hair. I remember when he signed with the Bills and Cowboys fans were throwing so much shade to him saying, you're going to this terrible team. And now look what's, <laughs> look what's happened. He's good for him. He's, he's, he's lighting thriving. himself up. That's why everybody nice hates Cowboys contract. fans. That's true. Stuff like that. Um, awesome. Let's get into America's favorite segment, Dude and Dud of the Week. Ooh. Last week for Dude, I had Raheem Mostert bad. Michael had David Montgomery. Might as well have had Alvin Kamara. Great pick there, Michael. <laughs> Jared had Alan Lazard, six and a half. That's eh, we won't give you it. We won't give you a we'll give you a pass there. Bad. And then Kieran, <laughs> Kirk Cousins with another smash week, another guy I, I think we should definitely talk about today. And then Dud, you love to see uh, me putting out Kamara wrong. Nuke, love to see it wrong. Debo, ten point six. <laughs> Let's just yeah. say wrong. And then Kieran Taysom Hill, wrong as well. So that's just not a great Dude, dud week for us. Hey, I picked Debo and he had zero at halftime, and I was feeling good about it. Oh, it was all garbage time for Debo. Then, uh, it was all garbage yeah. time. I was so I disappointed. He just my first the, half only league. So yeah, he really, yeah, my he really first half bad. only league. Yeah, I played a few of those. So hey, start him in those. I get, yeah, I guess it's without that without no garbage time. Hey, the only time that matters is the present, and that's that's for our, our fans in the playoffs right now. Hey, then my if, if if then I never would have played Joe Flacco a few weeks ago if there was no second half. Okay, <laughs> that was my genius pick of the year. No, so don't don't put shit on that. But let's get our dude of this week. I'm gonna start it off with a homer, and I got a secret dude in my back pocket as well. But I'm gonna go Matthew Stafford. And you know, people always say Noah, how is it possible you go 
all the way different across the country and you just bring the show with you, you're able to operate anywhere. It's because of this major production budget. We just bring the set everywhere we go. I mean, this is a millions of dollars goes into this production budget and I mean, right there. So with that wine sock, I'm going to go Matthew Stafford. Okay. <laughs> Hear me out, boys. What's the narrative of fired coaches this year? Everyone is happier and everyone plays better. Stafford last week, divisional matchup against a great passing defense, 470 yards. That's pretty good for fantasy. And I don't, you know, I don't know if it's going to be that high this week against the Packers, but it's a 55 point over under. I think it's a divisional matchup. He doesn't have his, you know, best weapons at his disposal with Galladay out, but Stafford knows this defense, and I think he's going to put up a great week. And I think he's someone you should really consider streaming if uh, you're having trouble there. All right, I'll go next. Tagging off that QB, I also have a QB. It's Ryan Tanagod against Jacksonville. I feel like the Titans are going to put up a lot of points. And whether that's Derrick Henry, I hope you have him in your DFS, or Tannehill running it in, I feel like they're going to put up at least 30 points. And that's why you got to have their QB. Yeah, I think that game is, is, is one to watch because the, the Tennessee defense has been really bad recently. And I think mm-hmm. Jacksonville is one of those teams that's, you know, not great. But the key, you know, to high not good either. The other, yeah, not good either. I mean, I mean, the, <laughs> pretty bad. Not even, not even average either. No, 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 the, no. The, the, the key, <laughs> the key to you know high render and big fantasy games is the other side keeping up. And I think that Jacksonville is one of those teams with Glennon. You know, you're you're looking at them being like, ah, can they score? I mean, against this against this defense, they the odds that they keep up is what's going to you know propel these Tennessee players into real like fantasy glory. And I think that that's really going to be an important thing to keep in mind with Tannehill and Henry, you know, having are you, potential for Are you games. leaning into Mike's dude of the week right now? Oh, I haven't even seen it, but no, yeah, let, let's go for it. <laughs> so, I'm going to do a homer pick as well, and it's Colin M.F. Johnson. Since Mike Longneck Glennon has taken over the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wait, 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 wait. Can we get some long necks for Mike Glennon, please? Thank you. All right, back to our scheduled programming. 14 targets, eight catches. He's got over 150 yards in those two games and a touchdown. Ooh. I could see him eating up a few targets, be some kind of, you know, four for 60 and a PPR. But PPR league could be a good play. Maybe get a touchdown as well. Going to have to keep up. He's going to run the ball down our throats. Going to have to throw the ball. Tight in secondary is garbage. So I could see us staying in this game. Colin Jones, yeah. maybe. Yeah, and I mean, I think those, that's one of those dudes of the week where, you know, you're not saying and it's going to be 102. It's, you know, it's a value dude. So keep that in mind when we're grading that next week, Noah. Um, my dude of the week. A dude. Uh, we, we've we've, we've, we've touched on it a little bit, but I think – a val dude. I think well, that – uh, Rob- four years to come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Robbie Anderson's got a really good chance of having a great game this week. Yeah. Um, you know, no DJ Moore on the COVID list, no CMC. Curtis Samuel's still questionable. I mean, there's a chance that he's the only show in town and him and Mike Davis, you know, will take this offense is always kind of just churning along, getting it done, never, you know, blowing anything up, but also just like a solid team. So I think Robbie Anderson, he's one of like only 12 receivers to be over 900 or a thousand yards already. So, I mean, he's getting it done. It's just, he hasn't found the end zone. And if he's the only option down there and they get down into the red zone with Mike Davis and Robbie Anderson and a bunch of nobodies, I mean, there's a good chance that he has a, a really big blow up week. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, moving into duds, who you guys got? All right, I'll, I'll start off. This guy, 
44%. That is his snap share from last week in a game they were down and lost, Chase Claypool. He played under 50% of the snaps, and I feel like that's directly related to Big Ben saying they need to get James Washington on the field more and get him the ball more. Chase Claypool didn't have that good of a week last week. I'm feeling another dud week, even in a high-scoring fair against the Bills. Those are the best type of duds where you got the insider information on exactly what Big Ben's oh, thinking. Yeah. So, you know, I gave that's, him a quick shot. I'm a quick facts. He got that's back the to only, he's not practicing. That's the difference in this show and other shows. We, we right. talked to the players, and Big Ben told us exactly what he's thinking. So um, my dud of the week, uh, Raheem Mostert. I think uh, he's, you know, been an electric talent all year, dealt with injuries. He's coming back. He played, you know, led the, led the team in snaps last week, but I don't, I don't see him – uh, having a huge week this week, and I think he's going to be played in a lot of leagues. So uh, that's my dud. Yeah, and I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt. Uh, this is a guy that I've been pretty disappointed with. I thought he would be uh, remaining in that RB1 conversation with Chubb coming back, but um, hasn't ha- got it done recently. It's not, He's still been getting volume. He just hasn't been getting it done, which is what you need to do. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm worried about him going forward. Chubb's obviously the guy there, and especially against the Ravens with an excellent run defense. I think that uh, they're going to be catching up or, you know, in that game, most of the game at least. So, yeah, Yeah. Hunt. Let's get into our DFS. It is getting tight in these standings. I need to know Mike's dot of the week first. Oh, that is – I mean, that was a a terrific lead-in. You know, I (laughs) – the half PPR wide receiver 37 a week ago. And you might ask, how the fuck is he a dud? And that's because he's the number one receiver on the year. I picked him as a dud earlier this year and he burned me. It's Tyreek Hill. And this is why we love the playoffs. Because last week, Tyreek Hill at 11.8 points. <laughs> Practice squad Chad Hansen of the Houston Texans outscored him. So if you played him over Tyreek Hill, you could have won your matchup. That's the playoffs. Tyreek Hill is not a top 20 wide receiver this week. Oh. Go fish. Dolphins are going to shut him down. Go fish. Go fish. I mean, Michael, I, with oh, chops gosh. like that, why don't you just take it away? And lead yeah, it you're forward. telling Tyreek to go fish. <laughs> but anyways, let's get to our DFS. Uh, we have, are having uh, – my monitors, obviously. Oh, my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> You having a little disco? Oh. <laughs> For the podcast audience, on. my monitor just started doing a bunch of different colors. Why don't you guys read us your DFS lineups and give us a recap on the standings? I'll try to figure out what's going on here. Yeah, let's, right, get last, a quick recap. Yeah. let's get a quick recap into the standings here. So we got me leading the way at 20-16, Michael uh, one game behind, and then Noah and Jared uh, closing in on the lead here. Um Quick little story into last week's uh, DFS plays. So me and Michael uh, tied at the top of the standings last week. Noah and Jared down at the bottom tied uh, at the bottom of the standings. And we had just an absolutely electric week of DFS. I mean, Noah put put together a team for the ages, winning him some like 20 bucks and something. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But uh, he did really well. And then it came down to me and me and Mike. We were, we were squaring away for the lead it was really the only the only competition I was thinking of, and it comes down to the last game of the of the afternoon slate. He's up 30 ish points, I think thirty one points, and he's messaging me in our little chat channel, talking trash, 
slanging them words around like he's 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 thinking he has it made all i have left is patriots defense down 31 points and you know don't don't say anything too soon patriots come out with 31.6 fantasy points just like you called it it's just like you know just Just like 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 that's exactly how i set it up so (laughs) i took the lead and i'm ecstatic this week to try and defend it so i'll I'll give my uh, i'll give my team first uh, at quarterback, I'm going Justin Herbert against the Falcons. I think that's a smash play. Um, Jonathan Taylor so. running up against the Raiders defense. That's also a smash play, in my opinion. McKissick, we talked about him enough. And then at the wide receivers, I got Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Ayuk. At tight end, Logan Thomas. Uh, we talked about him on the show as well. I'm really high on Logan Thomas this week. And then in the flex, I got Nelson Aguilar. Um, Darren Waller had the huge week last year last week but Nelson Aguilar had 11 targets so he was not you know forgotten he had a bunch of targets he's Derek Carr's arguably favorite target um you know as at the wide receiver position just missed on that huge touchdown right before Ruggs got it so uh, I think he's got a good chance to blow up and then the Eagles have a really solid D and I'm hoping that just Taysom Hill and Jalen Hurts you know both running quarterbacks the clock will be thin short game hoping for some uh, you know turnover too and just limit limit the downside there interesting pick with the Eagles I like that I feel like this week there are some kind of sure things. There's a lot more players that. Yeah, but you think that every week and it's never. There's a lot of. No, games. a lot of week, a lot of weeks I'm like scrambling to fill out my lineup. Whereas Last this week I was yeah. scrambling. This one I feel so sure about a few running backs and a few. T- but the problem is they're top end, so you can't put them all together. Mm, yeah. Me, I got Herbert at quarterback, Derek Henry, and J.D. McKissick as my running backs. Devonte <laughs> Adams. I doubled the Bengals wide receivers. Probably not going to do that at the end of the day. But <laughs> Tyler Bates, Dalton Schultz at tight end, Colin Johnson in the flex and the Seahawks defense against the Jets. I'm begging you to keep those Bengals in there. Please. Just keep them in there. Please. <laughs> what is that play? All right, I got so much it. disrespect I have for the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't know about that. I got Matt Ryan at quarterback, very cheap. Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Adam Thielen, T.Y. Hilton, Michael Gallup. Logan Thomas, Amari Cooper, and the I got. Wow, you're doubling up on the Cowboys. Doubling up on the Cowboys. You guys did the double up. All right, you guys. All right, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do edits this week. We got to. We got (laughs) to see what happens with the the double up for two of the two of the most heavy firepower explosive offense in the in the league. Interesting plays there. You know, Michael. After giving you shit for the for that surefire running back, here's here's my lineup. Got Kirk Cousins. Uh, Derek Henry, J.D. McKissick, just like my boy. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I think I cut out for a sec. Uh, Chris Godwin, you Justin froze, Jefferson. Froze the worst, froze the worst popular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's a tough one this week. You're good now. All right. Well, You're good. I'm good, yeah? Okay. I'm not going to go edit out all these. It's too much work. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, Derek Henry, J.D. McKissick, Chris Godwin, Justin Jefferson, Rashad Perryman, who is my smash play of the week. And uh, you'll see, he's going to be in the other lineups as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel, feel, feel free, free, feel free mm-hmm. guys. I know you guys always steal somebody from me. And then sleeper tight end of the week, Jordan Akins. Chicago ranked 30th against the tight mm-hmm. end and second against the receiver. Jordan Akins, sleeper, $2,900. And then, of course, I was able to squeeze in Austin Eckler there for the flex. And then the 49ers defense against the Gibson-less Team, Maddie, you made it out without a freeze. Yay! That's so great to hear. Okay, 
Yeah. Let's only got a couple weeks left on that, so we're coming <laughs> yeah. down to the wire. We'll see. I mean, okay, again, just wins here. Kieran 20, Michael 19, Jared, Noah 17, Jared 16. It's anyone's game. I mean, it's, it it's, it's anyone's game. It keeps seeming like, oh, we got it. Right. These guys are up top. These guys are below. And then every week there's a little comeback push, and it's back into the drama that we love to see. Let's go into America's favorite segment uh, that you guys know and love. It's you could go with this or you could go with that. And as we get into the playoffs, <laughs> we get – you could go – yeah, you know the song. This, we get to the playoffs, we get to these points where we need to stop making long-term predictions and say, hey, you could go with this or you could go with that. <laughs> Let's do that right now. Jonathan Taylor versus Miles Gaskin. All this is going to be half PPR. I want you to tell me who you're going to pick and why. Okay. Well, let's go with this. Raise your hand if you're going Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's okay. in my DFF. He's playing the Raiders. They're they're hemorrhaging yeah. points to the running back yeah. position. Jared Very. Raise there. your hand if you're going with Miles Gaskin. I think Miles Gaskin's a great play. I think yeah, they're I think, really good plays this week. Uh, and I also think I, we're, I also think we're we're a podcast, so we probably shouldn't do raising of hands. It just eliminates <laughs> half the audience. That is a great point. You are smart. Uh, yeah, but me point. and Jared went with Gaskin, Kieran, and Mike with JT. Yeah. Here's my take on this and why I'm going with Gaskin. I think that Jonathan Taylor is the more the narrative makes more sense power running back against a bad running defense. But I think they're going to be up up big in this game. They're going to be splitting the carries. You don't have that 20-carry f- uh, floor guarantee that you want to see from a guy like Jonathan Taylor. You still with me, guys? You, I don't know. Okay, I'll keep going. But Miles Gaskin, yep, I mean, another came back first week out, 21 carries. I mean, he's the bell cow there. He's their guy. Their offense, I mean – it's going to be an interesting one to see what happens with this game because obviously the Dolphins should be behind most of the game, but they keep Miles so involved. Um, I am, this is – I'm asking for personal reasons on this one. I am favored by, by, I think, 10. So for this one, I'm going with the floor play. I do think Jonathan Taylor is the ceiling play. Hmm. Anyone else? Yeah, I, think I'm, I agree with you. With you on that Gaskin, I feel like he's guaranteed at least 15. Games. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. There is no way Jonathan Taylor busts this week. There's absolutely no way. Right, so the so, Raiders are that bad that if he gets just 10 touches, he probably turns that into at least 12 fantasy points. Oh, all right. So what's so let's do this. Let's do 12 PPR points. If it doesn't reach that mark, you'll do <laughs> the dread habanero challenge. I don't know about all that. I don't know. <laughs> 12 PPR? That's nothing. 12? Come on, I'll have to look into it more. All right. Well, that's so interesting. After, you know, Michael loves to, you know, to just come out. He just said, I'm going out on a limb. And his face got redder than it would with the peppers involved. This guy can't take the heat. I'll offer 12 PPR points, too. That's Yeah, I'll take 12. I'll take 12. And when yeah, when you lose this week, I'll have to do mine because I totally yeah, blanked on it. Yeah, you did I had I had make uh, text Kieran in my in my reminders for the pepper, and I was just like, you know yeah. what? <laughs> but, hey. I totally forgot. But this week we'll do it via Zoom. We'll live stream to everybody yeah, when, when you, you lose. And we're there over we go. two on sure so higher ESPN predictions. Yeah. over so. So yeah. is, is Jared hopping on? 
on one this week as well? Well, I have to have something that I feel very confident. Yeah, I about. mean, well, well, well if, to be Taylor. fair, okay. Michael, me and Kieran's predictions were based on beating the ESPN uh, prediction. Yeah, let's check that. Well, I mean, you gave me twelve. Why, why would I take something high? Well, because I, mean, I know it's just you weren't. You yeah, didn't yeah, take we'll that We'll give you twelve. We'll give you twelve. Let's just go. See I appreciate that. The, the ESPN, the ESPN projection is thirteen point five for half PBR. Yeah. Full PBR. Oh, what about half? That's the key. He said full PPR. Yeah, full PPR. Oh, full? So, Mike, you can have your choice. 13.5 full PPR or 12 half. Which one are you taking on the air? Anyway, actually, the prediction for half is 12.3. So, just bumping that line up a little. So, do you think he's going to get so, one um, catch? <laughs> take take. Yeah, take I'll, the I'll, take full, I'll take full PPR. PPR. Okay. All right, 13. Uh, lock it in. Perfect. All right, so we got that one out of the way. Here's another one for uh, that I'm going to need some help with. Chris well, Godwin like versus Terry McLaurin. We got Chris. And, and I Easy. think that – I think Minnesota uh, uh, Tampa Bay is going to be a, a tighter game than people think. I mean, Kirk has been hot fire recently and we seen the Buccaneers de- running defense is great but the passing defense is totally beatable uh they were so good in the beginning of the year haven't been able to get it together I think this is a close one I think that's gonna that could be the highest scoring game of the week uh on this Ooh. one I'm going Chris Godwin just because I think that PPR floor is so high but I'm going uh, Godwin as well Godwin he practiced in full okay. today he'll be ready to go Wow. There was like he had some screws taken out of a finger. So he All right, is... this one's very interesting. We got Corey Davis against Jacksonville and T.Y. Hilton against Las Vegas. Both coming off great weeks. I think one is a little bit nicer of a floor, and that guy is Corey Davis. Corey Davis, beyond one week, has been that one week where he scored zero, has been really, really consistent. He showed up last week. Ryan Tannehill is my dude of the week. He's got to throw it to somebody. AJ Brown, still a little banged mm-hmm. up. So I'm going yeah. Corey Davis on this one. What about you guys? Me too. Yeah, that one's yeah, not that Corey close Davis, for me. Scrappy show. Uh. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. It, it just crashed. Can you hear me? Hello? Dude, your connection is bad. Yeah, you think? You're still yeah, so, much for, so much for this being a nationwide you know, production. <laughs> Damn, I guess we need to pump This one might not get posted. No, you, <laughs> might, have to, you might have to join on your phone. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I guess you could join on your can you phone. Know, hey, can you hear me? Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and slot my name in here. Hey, can you guys hear me? No. Uh, yeah, no, just call in with your phone. Oh, my God. Okay. Keep, keep, yeah. keep the show going. Go for it. We're keeping it going. We're, we're right in the ship. Um, so, another one we got going on here is uh, – <laughs> Um, we're not doing another T.Y. Hilton one, that's for sure. Um, we're going to go two out of three. Pick your two out of three. J.D. McKissick, mm-hmm. David Johnson, McKissick against San Francisco, David Johnson against Chicago, and Zeke against Cincinnati. Okay. This is pretty easy for me, if I'm being honest. PPR? Same here. Half. This is half PPR. I think the two you go here is McKissick and Zeke. Those are the two I'm going with. Hello. Me too. Any, uh, any matchup you got with those characters? I do, but I'm unfortunately playing against Cooper Cup and Rams defense. Cooper Cup didn't do that good. He had a touch. 
touchdown. Are you, you going to shit like 12 points? Yeah, that's what he's projected when yeah. you're at the top. That's not that that's good. all you need. That's all you – the Rams defense got 23. Yeah, that's well, he's not about. Cooper Cup. Oh, go cry me a fucking river, Mr. Number 1 seed. Yeah. Hey, I shouldn't have to be playing anybody, but Noah <laughs> voted to expand playoffs. Dude, I was against that. In, and fair. he took away my bye this week. <laughs> Dude, you're probably gonna lose too. It's me, anyways. I agree. I'm well, Jared, that was your <laughs> that you chose to to give the league opportunity to vote on expansion. Dude, yeah, you I did. didn't want to be a dictator over the league. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I was trying to please everyone. I'm a dictator, and it works out great, and everyone has a good time. You know, you all you care about good, was pleasing. Nobody, not a single person has a good time when knows the commissioner. Not a <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he even opened so up offensive. the expansion and. Of the league where you're commissioner. Yeah, Kieran has this narrative that I'm a terror commissioner. And he's never been in the league where I was the commissioner. So, uh, you know, he's, that's, just, <laughs> that's how bad I am at being a commissioner. He just sm- it, smells it and throws up in his it, mouth. Yeah, things come through the th- come through the vine to me. This is what I hear. Exactly. This is what you hear. Okay, I wonder who you have connection to with someone in my league. Well, I'll think you can buy that. Make make a, make a few cuts on people who are or you know against the against the monarchy here. Uh, interesting. I'll have my KGB getting on that. But anyways, <laughs> last one here: Marvin Jones uh, at Green Bay versus Debo Samuel Ooh. against Washington Football Team. Um, Ooh. I guess you got to go with my Matthew Stafford having a good game narrative. So it's going to be Marvin Jones. I got to go. I'm going Debo on this one. Just I'm going Debo too. It's really tight for me. Uh, I think Marvin could get shadowed by Jair, but uh, I don't want to go three versus one. So sign. Actually, I'm playing Marvin Jones in two leagues. Sign me up for Debo. <laughs> Cut your losses. <laughs> yeah. All right. Quick look into some week 14 defenses. And again, on my Lions narrative, I think Green Bay, which is seemingly a great defensive play this week, is a trap game. Uh, Saul Stafford last week a divisional matchup. Coach fired. He, he, he un, unleashed Stafford, let Stafford cook, however you want to say it. I am definitely fading Green Bay. Let Stafford cook. Let Stafford cook. I mean, we, the, cook, the let blank cook has been taken. I mean, it's been taken from Russ, right? He doesn't. Yeah. It's on the market. I mean, anyway, it's anyone. lose to the Giants. Yeah, you can't yeah. lose to the Giants and keep the cook. You know, you yeah. got to nope. cook. Mm-hmm. Not with McCoy. No, yeah. Cool, no. but. yeah, I think I think I've, I've touched on this earlier, but Seahawks I think are obviously a, a really good a really good stream for most of the playoffs. Honestly, coming up, they got some great matchups. They're playing the Jets, but odds are they're taken. So another streamer is the Washington Football Team. I mean, their defensive line is elite. They have a really really good defensive line. They're honestly a really good football team, and hence the name. And um, they're playing Nick oh, Mullins that's why the 49ers. They that. Football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a good football team, which we call them. We'll call them the football team. And so I think they're a good play against Nick Mullins. He, he's, he's prone to make a couple turnovers here and there. And uh, I can see that being a, a hammer the under type of game. Yeah. Uh, both, you know, so I'm, I'm definitely. That could be, be a, that, you but. know, either defense works. I, I talked about San Francisco mm-hmm. earlier. If you guys had to pick one there, who are you taking? I'll take, I'll take Washington. Let's add another one. I'll take San Francisco. I'm going San Fran. Damn. All right. Bring yeah, it on. I'm going, I think I'm it's going I think it's Fran. close though. 
Yeah. Chase Young, like four sacks. There, I think there's a good amount of defense streamers. This shouldn't be a tough, uh, mm-hmm. too tough of a week to find someone. Yeah, another quick couple. You could do the Panthers against the Donkeys mm-hmm. or the Cowboys against the Bengals. You could even do the Bengals against the Cowboys if you're in that need of a defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Texans get the Bears, of, too. Mitch, may, they may, the Bears yeah. miss points, but Mitch can throw a couple picks, then there's your, there's your good day right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to play a quick little game before we uh, close out the show. And we're going to call it Over Under. I'm going to give you a couple name. names. A couple names. Yeah, it took me where a while. Do, where do we at, come up with these names for these? No, segments. I was at the whiteboard last night and I was thinking, and I wrote out about 50 choices. <laughs> this did, is a do a couple focus groups, right did some focus groups, and really nailed down. Yeah, this hits with the, with the viewers. We so really appreciate using co- the uh, consulting firm's resources for, uh, for good Yeah, <laughs> I leveraged focus groups to uh, add value to my corporation. So, uh, there you go. <laughs> Would you so, buy from under. this gas station? Also, which name do you guys like for my site? <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> go ahead. The, your so, titles I'm on this g- deck are incredible, Kieran. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to give you four names. I want you to tell me over under. We're going to record this as well. We'll Ooh. maybe post it on the we'll post it on the Twitter. All the all the standings from you can go with this, you can go with that, and over under. So um, wait, real starting quick, off with did you get these? Where do you get these numbers? You come up with them, or are they actual uh, over under spreads? I came up with one, and the others are uh, are um, projections. Cool projections. Okay. Okay. So, over under Michael Thomas against the Philadelphia Eagles against the Birds, seventy four receiving yards. That's an easy under for me. Under. That's an easy over for me. Ooh. You had a over last week. I'll yeah, take under. Yeah, I think it's it's still – I mean, even though Metcalf torched Slay, it is still, you know, a good matchup with it's Slay, tasty. and they're just not going to need him. I mean – All right, we got Mike on the under and all – or on the over and us three on the under. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next. Scary Terry, over 81 receiving yards. I'm going under. Under. I'm going over. Ooh. All right, Next. Mike's dude of the week last week, David Montgomery of the against Chicago Houston. Bears. Against Houston, an absolutely horrible defense. Yeah, over we're under set it up like that. <laughs> over under 80 rush yards. Over. Under. I'm going under. Just, I mean, he didn't have over that last week. He just had, he had 79 last week. They also lost to the Packers, though. Yeah, but they were winning the whole game, and they were playing the Lions. Um, <laughs> next we go. I thought the wrong Next we got. <laughs> next we got Kyler Murray, averaging twenty five point six fantasy points per game. He struggled in the last two. They got to right the ship. What are you guys thinking? Over under twenty fantasy points. Over. Under. Under. I'm that shoulder. He was almost my dud of the week, actually. But I'm taking. I'm taking over. I took okay. a last minute pivot to hunt. But uh, love that segment, Kieran. And again, mm-hmm. great name. Sorry we had to interrupt you eight times to make jokes about it. Anyways, <laughs> guys, thanks for bearing with us through this interesting internet connection episode. Uh, you know, but hey, you roll with the punches. You bring the set wherever you go. It's part, part of being in the big production game. Well, thank you for tuning in to Guys We Dudes Fantasy Football. You can follow us on Twitter, at Dudes Football. You're on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. And like I said, Twitter. Hope you guys have a fantastic playoffs. And feel free to message us on any of these platforms with playoff questions. We'll be on the keys on Twitter all week, answering questions, helping out playoff teams win that championship. And, uh, yeah, good stuff. And honestly, if you're, if you're following –
explain the Twitter and you've listened to this over-under segment, you've made it to here. If you guess all four over-unders correctly on our Twitter and mention us, we'll give you a shout out on the next show. So fire away on wow. Twitter. Tell us what you think. Mm, um, if you get all four Incredible right, marketing us, effort. Shout out. Hey, there's about four or five guys I, I, I'm pretty sure will uh, we'll, we'll take part in that. So One last, one last you know, yeah. plug. Go Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> you better hope so. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. <laughs>